0: We're in for a real treat today. Some um, people carry an anointing for a certain life message that is a catalyst for kingdom increase, experience in the Holy Spirit increase. Marty Peterson is among those. Uh, Apostolic ministry in Central America for many years. We We are so appreciative that God... Um, moved her and her family into New Song Church so almost 20 years ago now. And she has served us so well. God's uh, uh, blessing is on her ministry in the word, as you will notice yet again in just a few moments. And even in the context of her talking, there will be waves of the spirit bringing increase to you. And um, there will be a deepening of, your, of the dynamic of your personal, existential, experiential have at it, Marty.
1: Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Jesus. I love it that, you know, Dan takes care of, Pastor Dan takes care of the doctrinal things of the church, and he lets me have all the fun of the experiential stuff. <laughs> Not that he doesn't do experiential, too, but uh, I, I really uh, am thankful that he trusts me with his congregation. And... Uh, So we want to jump right in to the deep. So if you have your Bible or your tablet or your phone, if you want to look up Psalm 42, 7, deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Now the first time I remember hearing this sermon was my brother who was preaching in a tent and he began to to say this and honestly at that point in time i had no idea what he was talking about and so i began to look it up and look up the words you know in the concordance and everything else but before i go any further chris you want to come read uh your facebook message chris Milam, i i never look at facebook anymore but i saw this and i was praying about the message and this just jumped out at me. And so I want him to, to read what he wrote and <clears throat> not preach, brother. I'm preaching.
2: Uh, she preaches so much better, too. Though. <laughs> like, I always get blessed whenever she preaches by Holy Spirit. Like, that. Yeah, last night I was sitting over there and just wave after wave was hitting me. It was So good. Um, anyways, I was standing over here during worship a few weeks ago. I think maybe two weeks ago was it, two three weeks ago, and um, they were, worship was going on, and I was just I had an expectant heart, and I was just I had closed my eyes, and I was just like Jesus, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, just keep my heart and tension open, and then I saw this. Um, anyways, I closed my eyes, and this, the worship was going, and the spirit was moving, and I could the songs were taking me away, and um, and I and I became like in this like. It wasn't a room. It felt like a cave, but I'm not sure if it was a cave. Um, But anyways, I started looking down, and I seen this like little puddle on the ground. And it was like a turquoise blue. And then, um, but it was like dark all around. And then, um, anyways, I um, as I'm looking at this puddle, I'm thinking in my heart, "Well, that's just a puddle, you know." Wow, you know, (laughs) kind of with a "who cares" kind of tone. and then anyways, the puddle zoomed in and just whoosh, like a camera just zoomed in on the puddle and it was just like a huge puddle. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, well, that's just a bigger puddle. And then all of a sudden, right when I said that, everything flipped upside down. And then I, and then I started looking from down up and then I can see the shape of the puddle. But I was in this like deep and then I started realizing this isn't a puddle. It's like a deep, deep water and then I like I at first I, I left this part out of the thing too and I and I and I but I'm remembering it last night I was telling my wife about it and I and I just remember in my heart that I st- I began to panic a little bit like oh how am I going to breathe cuz I'm underneath this water and then I heard learn to breathe underwater
1: <laughs> Hallelujah I almost drowned in Hawaii in some deep water wasn't pleasant and when you think about all these waves and billows going over you, um, but I love this because the Holy Spirit wants us to learn to breathe under the water so we don't have to worry. We're not going to drown in the Holy Spirit. The Lord just wants to take us into a place of coming so close to him. And there's always something deeper for us in him. I've been serving the Lord for a long time, well, 62 years now, and God likes to do the unexpected, he, he likes to uh, tear our boxes up because he's so much greater and so much bigger than anything that we could imagine. And so I wanted to talk about the different ways that the Lord draws us into him. And uh, I wanted to start with the peace of God that passes understanding. When my Amy was in the womb, my husband was in the States, and I was pastoring the church and taking care of the kids until Ray got back. And, like, uh, well, I won't call myself that, but anyway, I made the mistake of deciding that my oven, I didn't have a self-cleaning oven in Costa Rica, that I would clean my oven because it got to the point, you know, how they start smoking and everything. So here I was, eight months pregnant with Amy, cleaned my oven. She stopped moving in the womb for two days. And I was in Costa Rica, and there was no immediate care. And I really didn't have a doctor yet at that point, although the Lord ended up giving us a good one. She was born at home. And so I went to the Lord because I really had nobody to share this with. And, you know, as a pregnant person, you panic anyway. And so I was panicking. And I went to the Lord and I began to pray. And Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I have felt that deep peace many times in my life uh, through the death of my sister, the death of my husband, different times when the peace of God that passes all uh, natural understanding flooded my heart and my mind. And so I had gone to prayer that night at the church. To be honest, I didn't feel any anointing. And I came home, and I went to sleep, and in the middle of the night, this peace began to wave over me, and I could feel this presence of the Lord, and he began to say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And you know, it's hard to explain these things. <laughs> it's hard to explain the feeling. You can try to to describe it, but you unless you've experienced it yourself, which I know many of you have, then it's very difficult to explain. But you see, in this Isaiah twenty six three, it says you will keep him in a perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, committed, and focused on you. So in the simpler version, it says, you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And so we need to have our minds on the Lord. We need to have our thoughts on the Lord. We need to learn how to go into a place where we're able to hear his voice and to move into a place of communion and fellowship with him. And my journey started pretty much in my 20s, and I was slain in the spirit a few times, and that, that, that sweet anointing would come over me, and it would be, feel like a cloud. It would feel, it felt like, like that I was in the depths, but it was good. I was breathing underwater. It was a wonderful sense of his presence. And I found that so many things happened to me in that place. And I'm going to get to it. But first, in Isaiah 40, 31, it says, They that wait upon the Lord shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God. As eagles mount up to the sun, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. Now, I know I need this to wait upon the Lord, to be in his presence, to be able to exchange. The, the, the part of the meaning of that scripture is to bind together by twisting. So my strength becomes God's strength and his strength becomes mine by binding together, to expect. So this kind of waiting is a very active waiting. When we come before the Lord and we say, Lord, I wait on you, this is not passive. We're not waiting for God to do something. We're waiting because we expect from the Lord. And we want to exchange our strength for his. So this is one of the ways that, uh, that we do this. Then... The next thing that we do is we learn how to become still, how to quiet our mind. In Psalm 4.4, it says, stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Or in other words, this communing. This coming closer to the things of the Lord, we allow our eyes of our heart, as Pastor Dan spoke last week, to become so clear with the things of the Lord. We live in a very busy society. We live in a, with a lot of noise coming at us from every direction. And lives are not always easy. Things happen. But if we're able to learn these secrets of drawing close to the Lord and his presence, the strengthening that it does in our Christian life, the anointing that will walk with us whenever we go and minister to people. So there's another psalm that says in Psalm 4610, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I was in my friend Stafford's house, and there were about eight or ten of us there, and we decided that we were going to do soaking. So we were like, well, are we going to have music? What are we going to do? And somebody said, no, I just want to sit in the stillness. I just want to sit in the stillness. And so we just started to sit there and to wait on the Lord and to be still before him. And all of a sudden, and I don't even know how to explain what it was. I don't know if it was a vision. I don't know. I had my eyes closed. But um, in Isaiah 6, um, Isaiah says that he saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. You remember that? That's the train of the garment of the Lord. And the angels were there, and they were crying, holy, holy, holy. And it was a holy experience that uh, that Isaiah was having. And I saw the train of the robe of the temple that night. It was beautiful to me. And the way I saw it was like a lacy, lacy, white, clear, pure garment, and it just began to move through the room where we were sitting and I just began to sob because of the holiness of Lord and his presence was so great. And we were sitting there and the anointing of the Lord began to come upon us. And I'm trying to stifle because I was sobbing and we were supposed to be in the stillness. But the experience all these years was a long time ago. I still remember the the sense of his glory and his presence so we wait we learn how to get still and then we come into that rest of the lord because that's what we did that night when the anointing came through in the stillness then we were just resting in the lord we need to know how to rest in the lord because there's If we don't, we will wear ourselves out. We will be doers instead of just beers before God. God appreciates all we do, but he wants us to come into that closeness with him. He wants there to be an intimacy with him. So be zealous and exert yourself and strive diligently to enter that rest of God, to know and experience it for him. Ourselves. That's in Hebrews four eleven. That's a wonderful chapter on rest on resting. I could preach a week on any one of these things, but I'm not going to. So, um, coming to the rest. So we have to work at these things. We have to be zealous and exert ourselves to learn how to quiet our mind. We have to. Be willing, how many of you know that it's not always easy when you say, well, I'm going to spend a little time with the Lord. <laughs> Sister Margie's laughing over there. And your mind goes ever which way. And then you're thinking about, oh, oh, I I, I need to do, I need to shop. So you go and you write down everything you got to go get. And then you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, Lord, it's just you and me right here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I need to wash my car. Okay. Okay, it's true. It's true. It's very, very, very difficult sometimes. So I want to encourage you to not be discouraged. I want to tell you that it really does work to come into this place, wait on the Lord, get still, and enter into his rest. It really does work. And as you do it over time, you actually get there quicker, and you actually begin to experience his presence easier. Now, I've been doing this now. I tried to figure it out. What's 45? What's that? I was 45 when I first went to Toronto and really came into this anointing. But I tell you what, guys, I love Toronto, but you don't have to go to Toronto to do this, okay? Because I can remember in the ark a couple of things I'm going to share with you. Before I even knew what I was doing, One night I went to the ark and we all took hands and, you know, I was part of a Pentecostal church. It was noisy, hand-clap church, they call us in Nicaragua. And, you know, people would pray out loud and everything and I can do that too and shout and dance with the rest of them. But this night I went to the ark and when we took hands to pray, all of a sudden, I was in the stillness right in the middle of the noise, and I felt like I was 10 feet tall. It was a very weird experience, but it was a good one. But I was right there just in awe of his presence. I was just in awe of the anointing, and I just stood there, and everybody else praying loud and whatever, and I was in this quiet place right there. And another time, hallelujah. Okay, I'll wait on that one. So another place that the Lord takes us is the secret place. Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And when we come into the secret place, what I see here is this is a hiding place. Corrie Ten Boom talked about the secret place. Right in the midst of being in the prison, she was in a secret place. Security from evil. And when we're there, we are hidden from the things that the enemy is trying to do to us. And um, then we come under the shadow of of his wings. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So his wings... And it says, the children of men, Psalm 36, 7, put their trust under the shadow or the shade of his wings. Hallelujah. So this, I remember our pastor in Costa Rica that we left as pastor. He wasn't pastor yet. He was our co-pastor, Brother Herbert. And he had gone downtown and he was in an area that wasn't necessarily a good area. And he had brand new tennis shoes that someone His sister, I think, had sent him. So he's wearing his brand-new tennis shoes, and he walked downtown, and these two guys came up to him and demanded that he give them his tennis shoes. They were robbing him. And he said... Sister Marty, I didn't know what else to do. All I could say was, I'm covered with feathers. 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 And these guys looked at him and they said, he's crazy. And they just (laughs) ran off. (laughs) Under the shadow of your wing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. There's different ways to hide under the shadow of his wing. And God has made these places for us to come for our protection, for our security, for our our, uh, drawing close to him. He also many times, he has brought inner healing to me through being in that place that he would begin to speak to me about the areas of my life that were hindering me and I was able to release them to him and I was able to uh, thank you sweetie hallelujah you're a doll okay I had a little croup a while back so I'm Okay, so I, I did want to talk about one other place, one other thing. Uh, once I was in Nicaragua, and I was on a trip where we go with our boat to the different communities and minister in our churches, and there was someone along on that trip, and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but they were emotionally mistreating me, and um, it was something I'd been dealing with for a long time, and It was a hard situation. It wasn't like I could confront them or anything. So I had to just deal with it inwardly. And so constantly on the boat, i just have my head down and I would just be praying in the spirit, praying until the peace of God came. And in the services, the anointing and the presence of God is so strong many times in our Nicaraguan churches that I would be unable to even get up and speak because of the anointing. So, that secret place, that hiding place, being under his feathers is a very good place to be. So, how can we get that? How can we have that? We have to learn to build a habitation for the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 26, 8, Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. I love the habitation of your house. And then there's another place where the Lord said, where is the house that you will build for me? Well, the house we build for him is in here because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we build a house for the Lord in our hearts, and he comes and dwells. His glory dwells. That's what's so wonderful. He comes and he dwells, and we can have that anointing abiding within us because we're the temple of the Lord. We're the temple of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Solomon said, I have built a house of habitation for you and a place for your dwelling forever. And then he also built the house. And um, when Solomon made an end of praying because he had built the house for the Lord, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when the people of Israel saw how the fire came down, the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord. How many of you guys would like to see that? I would like to see that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are the temple of the Lord. So there is no reason why we can't see a little bit of fire and a little bit of anointing and a little bit of presence go. So how do we practice? How do we practice the presence of God? We meditate upon him. We think upon him. We we want to know the Father's heart. I want to know the Father's heart. I want to become a friend to the Holy Spirit. Open the eyes of my heart. Let me see your glory. I want to come boldly into the throne room. These are all things that this wants to bring us into. So I'm closing here. We want, to, we want to soak you guys a little bit. So one thing you can do is choke, is chew, not choke. <laughs> chew, do not choke on a scripture. Find a scripture. Psalm 119, 97 says, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Listen to good worship music, and just as we had really good worship today, enter into that place of stillness and waiting and rest. Hallelujah. I was healed during one of Stacy's worship sets, an anointing. The anointing of the Lord just came over me, just came over me, and all of the pain left my body. So we want to worship him in the beauty of holiness. Pray and then enter into that stillness. Let the Lord heal you. Let him heal you inside and out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray this over myself sometimes whenever I'm in that place of his presence in Isaiah 1, 61, 1 through 3. Just going to read a part of it. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And so today, today, ask the Lord, whenever you're there, say, Heal my broken heart. Heal my broken heart. Help me to be free from anything that has me in bondage. Let's all just plan to go deep into this place of his presence and his anointing. Come, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come, sweet Holy Spirit. Come right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sister Margie. Hallelujah. We wait on you right now for your presence. We wait on you right now, Lord. We open our hearts. We open our minds. We open our spirits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We want to know the Father's heart. We want to become a friend of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: Man. Those of you joining at home, if, if there's several people there in your home, be encouraged to put a hand on the shoulder on someone else's, someone else's head and just bless because the anointing will be in your home as well, or on yourself. Those of us here i have asked, don't panic if I didn't ask you to lay hands on people. I just, just <laughs> grabbed a few people that are anointed people in the spirit that can impart and bless. And the onus is, isn't on imp- the person giving you something. It's on you. It's on me receiving because we're receiving it from heaven. It's it's just a uh, trigger, if you will, the laying on of hands. Then pe- there's going to be people in the next few minutes walking around, just touching lightly your forehead, your shoulder, or your shoulder, and... Just saying a few, they're not going to prophesy over you. They're not going to distract in any way other than you going deeper in God. And the, the depth that you experience, there's been prayer. This is, this is something that God is doing today. God's doing, God's taking every single person that hears my words, that heard Marty's words, Every single one of us are going deeper, a, a, place, a place we've never been before. And from now on, you can go that deep again. That's the wonder of it. Once you go deep, you can always access it again easily. So this is a breakthrough historic moment for all of us. So receive from the Lord right now in the next few minutes as we spend some time in His glory.
1: holy holy let's just begin to worship hallelujah just begin to worship just begin to enter in first we come hallelujah and we're willing to wait then we get in the stillness of the Lord hallelujah just allow that stillness to come down upon you that anointing of God that sweet presence Hallelujah. 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 Enter into the rest. Enter into the rest. God ceased from his own labor so that we could understand coming into the rest of his presence. Stillness of his presence sweetness of his presence. Anoint, Lord. Heal, Lord. Refresh, Lord. Hallelujah. Touch deeply, Lord. Touch deeply. Hallelujah. Holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, 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 hallelujah, let your spirit hover over us today, just to hover over us, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord when Moses went into your presence his face began to shine help our faces begin to shine because we're in your presence we draw near to you we come near to your throne hallelujah we come boldly before the throne hallelujah come sweet holy spirit Hallelujah. Understanding fill your heart and mind right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There are some that are troubled, Lord, in spirit. We ask for this peace of God to come, this peace that passes understanding to come right now in Jesus' name hallelujah 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 oh thank you lord for your presence thank you lord for your sweetness thank you lord have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire at his temple for in the time of trouble he will hide me in his pavilion or his tabernacle In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me Hallelujah there are some that you need you feel like you need to be hidden So just let the wings come over you let him hide you in that secret place of his presence Hallelujah Hallelujah Thank you, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. When you're in that place, just say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Here I am, Lord. I am yours, Lord. I surrender all. Holy, home here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Holy, holy, holy. Let healing come. Let healing
0: come.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let healing come. Let healing come. Hallelujah! Oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah! oh yeah! 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! If your mind can't get quiet, just receive in your spirit. Just receive in your spirit. Just say, Come, Holy Spirit, take me deep. Help me to breathe underwater. Help me to be surrounded by your presence. Hallelujah. There are some of you that used to do this, but you haven't for a while. The Lord is calling you back, calling you back to that place of intimacy, place of waiting, place of stillness, place of rest, place where peace dwells. covered.
0: As Americans we tend to be activists this is a very activist church we believe in creative attentive activism in the things of God and we remember Reinhard Bonnke said that without aggressive evangelism for instance there's never been a revival without aggressive evangelism there's doesn't mean we're obtuse with people it means that we're attentive to the Great Commission And we are giving ourselves fully in our own creative ways to engaging the culture. Yet and yet, there are times that we must not be a Martha, but a Mary. And just retreat to the presence of Jesus and allow ourselves to be fully refreshed by him. Well, are we supposed to be a Mary or a Martha? Which is it, Pastor Dan? I love what Bernard of Clairvaux said. He said, Mary and Martha must live in the same house. So we'll keep doing creative activism, but we definitely will sit at the feet of Jesus and let him baptize us fresh in the Holy Ghost. And my friends, remember, this isn't. this is something that God wants to do from time to time for us. And he wants us to have this as a regular part of our life as well. That we operate from a place of refreshment, refreshment, seasons of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. That we are continually receiving and, re- and, re- and continually giving the presence of God to people. That's part and parcel of who we are in God. Hallelujah. It's possible that even with as many people that we have going around laying hands on, that we might have missed somebody. So if you if you happen to get missed or if you'd like more prayer, more blessing, if you like God stirring in a way that you want another, another laying on of hands time, could you, um, could you raise your hand right now and we'll send t- some folks over to you. Anybody want more, more prayer? There's a few people with hands up. Some of you guys praying, will you go ahead and start blessing them? Pull their hand down so we can identify it, other hands easily. I want to say God bless you. Thank you for being with us today and continue. Remember, God has given us the Holy Spirit to drink. What am I going to say next? I knew you were going to say that next. (laughs) Be heavy drinkers. Okay? Be heavy drinkers. Be heavy drinkers in the Holy Spirit. I thought it would be kind of cool to have t-shirts that say, I'm a heavy drinker. (laughs) And then uh, Bible verse (laughs) about being drinkers of the Spirit with it. (laughs) Okay. God bless you as you go. Have a great week. Thanks for being with us today. God bless you at home today. Have a great week.